This is Kelly. This is Jen. This is Heather. And you're listening to Whiskey Cats. Yay! <laughs> In our most salacious episode of Whiskey Cats, we taste Colonel E.H. Taylor's small batch bourbon, discuss whiskey sticks, whiskey subscriptions, and the chemical makeup of what's in your glass. Enjoy! What are we drinking today? We are drinking from a very tall bottle. <laughs> um, it is called Colonel E.H. Taylor Small Batch. It's that small batch part of his... Uh... Last name. <laughs> yeah, like Connor Esquire. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to ask Colonel Taylor. Um, we can actually ask Buffalo Trace Distillery. So this is actually from like the big, I mean, if you've heard, talked about, know anything about whiskey, Buffalo Trace is a very like well-known century old distillery. This is one of many, many varieties that they make. Um, I have to admit, I actually didn't know it when I picked it up. I went to Divine's, the local place, and um, was like, give me something interesting, which is sort of a terrible thing to ask them because they only sell interesting things. And so <laughs> the dude, like, I had picked one, and he goes, oh, yeah, that's a um, a New York grain to glass, and started going through this whole thing, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't buy that. <laughs> and I sort of had to tell him, I'm like, we've talked about grain to glass for, like, the last four episodes, so we have to talk about something else. <laughs> so... He started just taking off like bottles behind him, and also this was like ten in the morning. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, like, I didn't really mean to go through like a whole tasting, and then he just started <laughs> rattling them off. And I'm like, wow, these all sound really good. I ended up picking this one um, partially because the bottle's kind of cool, um, but partially because it sounded a little interesting for. So it is a bourbon, um, but it sounds like kind of on the rye end of bourbon. Like mm. it sounds kind of spicy and interesting. Mm. So to me, I was like, okay, that sounds, that sounds nice. I do, I do actually like sweeter bourbons, but it sounded like something different. Also, one of them was port finished. And I'm like, no, we've done that too. I'm like, wow, there's like so many things you've just like done that. many times. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, Buffalo Trace themselves have won tons and tons of awards. Um, this actual whiskey. Um, so Colonel E.H. Taylor is a whole series that they do as well, even among their larger series of whiskeys. It has won lots of awards too. So this is actually a Kentucky whiskey. Um, and Buffalo Trace, um, just to kind of briefly go over it is, uh, you know, it's a century, over a century old. I think their distillery was built in 1920 and it actually is now a national historic landmark. Oh, fun. That happened in 2013. Nice. I actually tried to look up who E.H. Taylor was because they make, you know, there's like a charming story about him, the Civil War guy who handmade his whiskey. I will say, I looked it up and all of it seems very apocryphal, so you can kind of look that up on your own. It's a little drummer boy, boy story. I couldn't tell you how much is true and it wasn't, didn't really seem all that interesting to me. But this is a small batch. They also make single barrel, straight rye, sour mash, warehouse C, tornado, tornado surviving. That's interesting. I don't know what that is. Cured oak, seasoned wood, like a bunch of E.H. Taylor varietals. What's the grain? You know, I don't know. They have the tasting notes on here, but it doesn't actually say what the grain is. Mystery bourbon. Yep. So we're just going cool. to we're just gonna have to try it. I love the oldie timey stamp labeling on the canister. It's really kind of great. Can I just read this one <laughs> thing about Colonel E.H. Taylor? <laughs> so this is on the uh, sleeve of the bottle. Oh yeah, which like I almost he had put the bottle on the counter for me and so I was like, yeah, I'll take that one. And I started to take the bottle. He goes, no, no, no. I'm like, reach this <laughs> down below and grab this sleeve for me. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> so it says on the on the bottom of the the, the sleeve, it says 
As founding father of the modern bourbon industry, mm-hmm. Colonel Edmund Haynes Taylor Jr. left an indelible legacy. His dedication to distilling began at the close of the Civil War when he purchased OFC Distillery. There, he developed innovative techniques that are still in use today. Made by hand and using some of Taylor's original methods, this small batch bourbon whiskey has been aged inside warehouses constructed by him over a century ago. Barrels were routinely evaluated to identify those with the richest and most complex flavors. A small batch of these select barrels was then blended together to deliver a distinctive character that is like no other. It is true sipping bourbon that honors the uncompromising Colonel Edmund Haynes Taylor Jr. <laughs> well, he's wearing a top hat, so he's clearly uncompromising. <laughs> Which is kind of why I like yeah. it. Because it just, it's so vague as to be, you know. It is super vague. Like, all of those words to be like, Old there guy. is history. Yeah. It's basically oh. a dude they attach to this name. And yeah. like, maybe he does have a real history, but it's all, it's very, it's written in such an apocryphal manner that it just doesn't seem like it's useful. But they do have a picture of him in the top hat. And, you know, the the wireframe glasses. They have a nice um, fake signature of him on the bottle. Sure. Old-fashioned copper distillery. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's very pretty. But they do have also, like, a pencil drawing of what probably that first distillery looked like. I did think it was interesting that they they housed it in a warehouse. It's 100 years old. I mean, that's not really that interesting. But that's about as specific as they get. Mm -hmm, It doesn't mm -hmm. say how long this has been aged. Hmm. It doesn't say what the grain is. There are some tasting notes we'll talk about later. Let the label tell the truth. Mm. Mm, No. Mm-hmm. Let's drink it. Why do we let our glasses <laughs> tell the truth? Yes. Oh, good pour sound. Good glitter. <laughs> lick, 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 lick. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, see, I was going to say you can smell the spice. I smell the spice in there too. It's sweeter than I thought, mm-hmm. considering how not sweet he kind of told me this was going to be. It's very um, airy. Like it doesn't have, I don't think it, it doesn't punch you in the face at all. It's very like kind of, you got to dig for it a little. I'm smelling maple and then maybe like a, <laughs> did you just swirl that into your eye? I sure did. <laughs> my eye, my eye really likes it. <laughs> maybe some citrus. I was just going to say yeah. citrus. Yeah. All right. Taste it. Ooh. Wow. I like that. Citrus. It's definitely t- citrus. Definitely citrus. It's tickling my nose. It's nice. It is nice. It's it's kind of, it's right in the middle. I, I don't want to say it's too smooth, but it's not harsh at all. It has like, it's, you know, it's kind of got a little nice, you're drinking whiskey. So I want a yeah. little bit of a kick in There's the pants. There's a little burn, a little burn down on my throat, but mm-hmm. not on my tongue. Mm-hmm. I like it. My tongue is still tingly. There's a lot of there's a lot of spice happening. Spice on the back, but it's not overwhelming. The citrus is really there, like orangey lemon, mm-hmm. sort of that brand. And I would say that it's definitely not on the sweet side of bourbons. Yeah. But, you know, you eat like an orange and it's still sweet. Mm-hmm. And it's got that kind of sweetness mm-hmm. where it's not like a, it's not a sugary, but it's kind of a, like an underlying of the spice kind of sweetness, mm-hmm. you know? I don't want to, like, I almost want to call it a natural sweetness, like that, <laughs> that an orange has, but yeah. I don't. No, that is what it is. Like a, like <laughs> a fructose kind of, yeah. which is not what you normally taste in a bourbon. Like you're usually getting the maple and vanilla and like really yep. heavy kind of sweetness. It's so, it smells so much sweeter than it tastes. But I, I like, I mean, it's kind of complex. This is one of the, like, of all the things we've had in the last few episodes, it's one of the more complex. I like it. Yeah. See, I find it kind of harsh. Like, it's still, hmm. it's, I think, like, I forget which one that was really hitting you funny, but the, this one is... The Ula? Maybe, yeah. That this I couldn't even drink. <laughs> yeah. This one's hitting me funny, and, like, it's still burning in the back of my throat. Yeah. It's, hmm. 
It's, it seems harsh to me. Interesting. Yeah. I find it like burning kind of on the back of my tongue, but, but not in a way that I dislike, but especially cause I'm not tasting back there. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like I, I get a complex taste and then it kind of burns and then you're like, yeah, you're drinking bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there are some that I, that I feel like, man, I really would prefer it cold. This, not at all. I feel mm-hmm. like neat is exactly how you should drink this. Like it's, I will say like I did right. put these glasses in the fridge cause they had come out of the dishwasher. Oh, So <laughs> the glasses are a little colder than we're used to. Mm-hmm. That may be helping it. It is weird. It's not very scientific of me. I wouldn't want it any colder. I'll just say that. Yeah. And like whatever temperature, it's a thermometer. Scientific instruments. (laughs) I kind of love this a lot. I mean, yeah, I do too. For a bourbon that doesn't taste very bourbony, although I wouldn't say it tastes like a rye, but it it has some kind of in between ish Mm -hmm. flavor. I mean, I don't know. I guess it is a bourbon, but it it's just not overly sweet. Yeah. Yeah. The spice is definitely there. Yeah. As it opens in my glass, I get major brown sugar smell. Yeah, like it's, it's getting it smells so sweet. Like, it smells so it's and it, I feel oh, like it's yeah. getting sweeter. Mm-hmm. Brown sugar, it caramel. Smells, it smells like a cookie. It yeah. smells like your bacon cookies. Yeah. But it doesn't taste Mm-mm. anything like that. Yeah, it's it's an interesting that it tastes so um, smells so sweet, but doesn't taste sweet. I like it. Good choice. I don't know. It's hitting in the back of my throat funny. Oh, how funny. Yeah. God, Who's weird. taking notes? <laughs> I don't know. Who's writing our chart of who tastes what? <laughs> Should we try this with some water? Yes, please. You're like, please dilute this. It's so <laughs> terrible. Now it just smells like, it smells like a diluted sweetness. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Hmm. Brings out the spice a little for me. No, no more citrus. Oh yeah, the citrus is gone. Mm-hmm. But it also just feels like it dilutes it. Like, I wouldn't say it's bad. I would just say this was like a, a cheap whiskey now. Yeah. Like this, now it Ooh. tastes like Interesting. maybe a, like a granddad or something. Granddad's even a little spicier than this, but it, you know. Yeah, I don't, it's not as. It tastes like a watered down whiskey, is what it tastes like. It tastes like <laughs> it's weird it. when you put water in stuff yeah. and you're just like, man, it's like watered down now. Weird outcome. I think this, the water helps me. It's not as harsh for me. It is definitely not as harsh. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's really a strict dilution, which, I mean, it does, we're making fun of it. It sounds like a funny thing. But but, but adding water doesn't always do that. Adding mm-hmm. water can sometimes, like, really change the flavor. Oh, yeah. yeah. And to this, I don't think it changes the flavor. I think it just mellows it. Yeah. But it, it just, does, it takes away any burn that I had yeah. in my throat, I for mean, it's, sure. I mean, it's still there, but it's not as harsh mm-hmm. as the neat. Well, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. I mean, Thank like, you. this has, you know, they've said it's one of bunch of awards i mean if you go on the buffalo trace site it was like here's the awards we've won in two to like 2016 which is you know five months old mm-hmm. and they, they've won two already in 2016 wow. and then it's like view all and like my printer couldn't really handle it <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna let our listeners go look up all the awards yes that buffalo trace and colonel e.h taylor oh, has it. won how much um i paid i think 42 for this no, that's, that's not bad. That's very reasonable. Yeah. yeah, totally reasonable. I put a cap when I go to Divine's because I feel like there, you know, we there are obviously great whiskeys that cost a lot more, um, like that J.W. Harper stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that whiskey. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely like a $60, $70 whiskey. But there are so many good whiskeys under $50 yeah. that every time I go in there, I'm just like, no, I don't want to talk to you about anything that's over $50. Yeah. So, And they always have like five or six that they could give me. So that's kind of my personal personal rule for our tasting. But 42 seems like a totally reasonable oh, yeah. mm-hmm. price point for this. Yeah. And they actually, they have, in fact, I was kind of worried because he put the bottle down. He had picked down so many and I kind of wasn't looking where he was pulling them from. And so when he got done explaining them, I'm like, these are all under 50, right? <laughs> because I looked up and this, the, the Colonel E.H. Taylor, which I said has a bunch of varieties itself, 
there was one on the top shelf for like $80. Mm. And I was like, did you pick that one? He goes, no, 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 this is 42. And I was like, so I, I don't know what that um, top one was, but I wonder if that was um, even more primo. But I mean, cause I like this a lot. I would totally try different varieties of this. I think I do too. And you know, I was thinking about the flavor was like vaguely familiar and it's kind of similar to the high West boo rye. They're like bourbon rye mm. that like in the way that it balances sweet and spice. But I like this so much better. And that Burai is like 90 bucks. Mm. Oh, and wow. this is, this is like. This feels like an expensive whiskey. I'm not. It I, I really think does. Like for 40. Like I really, I thought you were going to tell me it was an $80 bottle. Mm. I mean, it's nice. Yeah. I mean, the packaging definitely could suggest an $80 bottle. I know. When he gave me the sleeves, like, you, don't, you usually don't get sleeves for, like, right. anything under 60 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to brand it. <laughs> Both of the trays. Yeah. corner <laughs> you sound so dejected about it <sighs> so you know we had this great experiment that i still need to refilter and follow up on a taste of you know our whole experiment was centered around artificial aging and we did an interesting job of it i think mm-hmm. today i read this article on observer business and tech <laughs> about these whiskey sticks that people are manufacturing to like they claim that in one week you can age the whiskey, like, to taste like it's been aged for 10 years. Oh, come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> this is my reaction. So, when you go to this website, this is a company called... Wait, so they're a Colorado startup. It is a product called the Whiskey Stick from Clawhammer Supply. And it's like a hardware company? I don't think... I know, because... The photo, the vi- there's a video that explains to you how to use it. Are there beards? Says, there are no beards. <laughs> they're like, they're the clean shaven alternative. Oh, they're yuppies. They're, and he's like it's wearing even worse. a <laughs> denim button down. <laughs> and then like a, a vet, like a tux vest, a suit vest. Can we just look at this? And it says grocery list. One bottle of whiskey. Two whiskey, whiskey stick. Three fancy vest. Like already. Wait, so they want you to buy a bottle of whiskey? Do they clarify what kind of bottle? They want you to get some white whiskey. Okay, they want a white. Okay, they want a white whiskey, and then and they they recommend corn whiskey because you want something that already has some flavor. As though other whiskeys don't have flavor. I can't even with this place. That's just bourbon. Oh god! But here's here's what makes me so they're little they're little sticks. That they claim you can like stick in your whiskey, in your white whiskey for a week and age it to something delicious. And here is the quote that made me A, regret reading this, B, <laughs> doubt that they know anything about how whiskey tastes. I can't wait he to He says, I once had the opportunity to taste some real apple pie moonshine at a bluegrass music festival, oh and God. I wanted to recreate that amazing flavor. Did he realize that he was probably so high at the time that he's never going to be able to <laughs> with the sticks of weed right in the whiskey bottle? <laughs> no, but please, vested dude. So vested dude did vested dude did art experiment, but in a week with his stick and oh, no and and <laughs> I feel like you're writing like whiskey porn or something. <laughs> Like 50 shades of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And he says, so he says, this kit 
turns harsh smelling and tasting products like cheap vodka into smooth, flavorful, and easy drinking concoctions. This is their whole thing. And this is so gross. So it has a little stick that only the inner parts of the stick are charred. Everything else looks like it actually is varnished, which I think is disgusting. Wait, I hate to ask this, but can you can you actually describe what the stick looks like? Like how long is it? And so the stick... I know, so I'm I'll, sorry, but I'll I need you, details. I'll tell you how long it is. The stick's about five, six inches long. <laughs> that sounds paltry, but keep going. <laughs> and it has a series of diagonal parallel uh, line holes. So, like so slices. Oh, yeah. Okay. Picture like a ruler, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a six inch ruler mm-hmm. that has some girth. A tiny, <laughs> tiny ruler. A tiny ruler. A tiny ruler, but with girth. Okay. All right. And then <laughs> I'll, I'll get a big pencil pouch for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zip open your pouch. <laughs> okay. So okay, so so a six-inch ruler with with maybe a quarter-inch girth, and then a series of forty-five-degree um hole like holes lines that are that go all the way they go all the way through. Oh, and then it says wood is good etched (laughs) on it. This is making me angry. I'm not even joking. So the surface area that's actually charred is minimal. And so it, it looks like it's only charred on the out the, the border and then on the the line holes are charred. Yeah, like the inside of the holes. Which are much further apart than I thought when you Me, described it. Yeah, they're, 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 like, they're far apart. Like there's only apart? like, there's really only four that go all the way through. Right, yeah. there's not, and there's not a lot of charring. Yeah. And hmm. so... The whole so this whole story annoyed me, and it reminded me of like this other whiskey stick that I had seen when I was like traveling in Massachusetts for some meeting, and I remember taking a picture of it and sending it to you guys. So I looked this up, and Gizmodo reviewed it, mm. and it's another version of the whiskey stick, which I thought looked more interesting because it had more surface area mm. that was charred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gizmodo was like, mm. uh, "If you want to make white whiskey, takes like burnt." Then use this product. So, well, you know what? So, sorry. No, no, no. You can tell me if I'm I'm preempting you because you may be getting to this, but the discussion that we had last week about the kind of charring that you can do, that's a very, very specific kind of charring. I mean, and for not very long, we're talking like 10 seconds, 15 seconds, like the most 50 seconds. Right. Mm -hmm. They sound like they're just sort of brute force charring, which is not... I mean, then you're just burning it's, shit. Yeah. It's not. It's not a way to to actually char something so that you're bringing out the lignans and the what are the other things, lignans and and vanillins. Vanillins. <laughs> but there's one that starts with an M that I forget. Some kind of molecule. Molecules. Yeah. <laughs> tasty, tasty molecules. Uh, I'm not very good at science corner right now, but ugh. and so Gizmodo reviewed this other version, and they were like. In our blind taste test, they really all, everyone preferred the whiskey that did not have these wood sticks. Even the white whiskey? Yeah. Gross. Because it's gross. And like, remember the the whiskey that we experimented with, Mm -hmm. with the cubes, it was like too much smoke, right? It was was. like way too much. I bet that's what it tasted like. And Mm -hmm. so I think. And that's what we said. It tasted like dancing in a fire. Yes. Like Like we were in, in it. Yeah. And so these guys basically are charring the shit out of a piece of wood, sticking it in for a week, which means all you probably get 
is it's the, the char, smoke. It's yeah, the, you get the smoke smell, which is gross. And making so much money off of it, which like, A, a little bit is like, why didn't we think of that and make a bunch of money off of rubes? But mm-hmm. B, listeners, don't do that. Don't do don't it. Don't buy that. No, it's so terrible. Don't Just, waste your money on this shit, for real. Like, spend the, what did we spend, $25 on mm-hmm. a little barrel? On a little yeah. barrel. And make, like, that whiskey was that really was good. Super pretty good. decent. Mm-hmm. This is just, ugh, it's super gross. Yeah. And everything, and the fact that he was like, apple pie moonshine is amazing, and I want to recreate <sighs> these amazing flavors. No. Basically, my Science Corner lesson is uh, we did that shit better. And don't waste your money on people who think they understand the science. Yeah. Like use actual clearly science. don't. Don't be a rube. Don't be a rube. Don't wear <laughs> stupid vests over denim button downs. Sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't judge what people wear. But no, also fashion corner, please. <laughs> I'll make yeah. another sound for that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to think swinging. about that one. Could be like jazzy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think what you're looking for is such a shock. <laughs> an interesting bit of news though it's not necessarily news but uh i found this site that i wanted to talk about because it was intriguing to me it is a site called mouth what that's it like mouth your mouth Mouth mouth.com mouth but they do subscription services and one of their subscription services is bourbon of the month so it's like tell me more mouth Mm -hmm. Their tagline is indie food tasty gifts. Oh my god. So okay. So they're eating right into it, is what they're doing. Oh my god. They are a subscription of the month based like you can get anything from them, like food, drink, snacks, bacon. So I never need to go out again. No, but they're my favorite people then. I hate going out. Yeah. Uh, so what intrigued me about them, they have this bourbon of the month subscription service and they will send you one bottle, a 750 milliliter bottle each month. And their shtick is that it's indie. So it's from different indie makers each month. And you can't see me listeners, but I'm using air quotes. <laughs> she, she's really vigor- button vigorous. Factory, button factory whiskey makers. Different mm-hmm. indie makers each yeah. month. So, and I was like, well, what does indie maker mean? And they don't, they don't go into what they mean by that. They give examples of potential bottles that you'll get. So they highlight New Holland Artisan Spirits Beer Barrel Bourbon, which mm-hmm. I've never heard of before. Well, I New Holland is a brewer. I, is a yeah. brewer. So, a and I didn't things. realize that they made a bourbon. Hmm. So and apparently from just this description, it sounds like they use their beer barrels as a finishing for their bourbon. As many are doing now. Correct. Interesting. Which, which we also talked about in season one. I thought they did one. it the other way. They use the bourbon for the finishing for the beer. Goes both ways. Both ways. Hmm. Because they that's go this ways. episode. Yeah, they do. Yep. Uh, they also suggested Few Spirits Classic and a Breckenridge. You can get the subscription from anywhere from 75 It'll cost you anywhere from 75 to $60 a month. I'm sorry, for one bottle a month? Yeah. From some fucking indie distiller like Rogue? Are you serious? Yes. So, you don't have to go out and interact with people, and it just comes to your door. 
People are always going to pay a premium for that. But you just described this like kind of great experience at Divines of like talking to the dude and Okay, but let's be let's 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 put this in some context, yeah, right? Yeah. So like we live in Washington DC where there are lots of great shops. Totally correct. This is point. a great shop. It's mostly a wine shop. They do liquor. And I was like you know, I, I need a whiskey that's interesting. He sort of like blew me away. I mean, like I told you guys, he's like a sommelier for whiskeys. There's probably a name for that, I'm sure. <laughs> whiskey <laughs> He was a whiskey <laughs> And he like listed off like verbatim. He knew there were like 50 whiskeys. Yeah, he knew every single one by heart. And I was like yeah. shocked by it. So that was a very like specific experience. But like for one, you get that up anywhere you are in the country. In you're not Cleveland, you're Ohio. Not. We're super spoiled. It's true. Yeah, thinking right. about cordial at Union Market is the same way. Like mm-hmm. they have an amazing selection. They know everything about it. Nevertheless, I do feel like if you're paying seventy five a month, and so let's say like let's say fifteen of that is shipping. So we're talking more like sixty dollars for a bottle. I want more than the fucking rogue bottle that we bought, which was like thirty five dollars. I haven't actually done this, so and, maybe and, it's better. And I'm not sure Rogue is on their list. So mm-hmm. let's just say that we, we're not sure if Rogue is on their list. Maybe right? it's better, but you're probably not getting, like, you know, Buffalo Trace's, like, award-winning bourbon. That just sounds like a lot to me. It I sounds wonder, like a lot. I so, wonder what you're getting. I mean, that's a good question. How do they decide? And and so they do say that it's, you know, it's picked each month. but It's carefully curated. So there's lots of, again, the words artisanal, mm-hmm. indie, curated, things like that. So... They do give the examples of New Holland, Few, and Breckenridge, just as as which are all beer brewers, which are yeah. which is fine, and I I think that the experimentation so, is great, right? And so that was just their bourbon of the month. They also have a whiskey of the month, um, and again, it's the same idea. You get one seven fifty milliliter bottle a month. Again, they talk about Andy distillers, mm-hmm. the same price range, and they talk about Catoctin Creek. Corsairs, Quinoa Whiskey, High West Campfire, or actually an Ula. Waitsburg bourbon. Hmm. So then you kind of can see where that that range can can. And I guess you're paying for the experience of having somebody curate decide for you, like what What you're gonna get, what you think is what they think is interesting, right? Because we haven't tried any coarse hairs, and I see Mm -hmm. it in bars a lot. Yeah, quinoa whiskey, and I'm always like, do I want to try quinoa whiskey? It seems so gimmicky and so out there. Like why? Why would I want to spend... But, it's, like, but you've seen it out? I have. I've seen it in bars. So this is interesting. So we mm-hmm. should go and try it out. And I've seen Corsair. I don't know that I, I want to bottle, buy a bottle of it. Yes. I actually didn't realize that Corsair was quinoa. So the, it's not necessarily... They just do a run of like different weird grains. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Maybe $75 isn't so much. I mean, I just like... I think that if I was doing that, I wouldn't want... I wouldn't want it to be curated as an indie specific thing. Because right. a lot of indie specific things are so gimmicky. Like mm-hmm. they're so gimmicky. If I were, if I had my like my dream uh, whiskey of the month club, mm-hmm. I would pay sixty to seventy five dollars for it for like a range of weird weird stuff, like weird thing, like quinoa whiskey, <laughs> and also like you know uh, mainstream. Like I would like to try what Buffalo Trace was like their new thing that they were putting out. And I would want Diageo's kind of like I think I would like a mix of that. Right, because you'd never get the Colonel Taylor in a in one of in one of these. No, but it's right. totally an interesting quality. Beverage. But if you're gonna pay for that with the shipping, understandably, mm-hmm. and the curating, but seventy five dollars is not a little bit amount of money to pay for a whiskey to be brought to your house. So, you know, so. so we, my analogy here, we uh, subscribe to a wine. A 
quarterly one thing when we were on our, I don't, I don't know, some trip to California. Honeymoon? Engagement? One of those. Engagement. California. We went to this winery, fell in love with it, got completely drunk, signed up for their wine club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, I will like never look back because it was, am- it's amazing. Mm. And what they, what I like is that it's four times a year. The price changes depending on what they decide to send. If they decide. Is there, is there a cap though? Uh, there probably is. I'm not sure. So um, you know that it will never but go they tell over you ahead of, of time. money. Right. Okay. So they tell you ahead of time. This is what it is. This is how much it's going to be. Let us know if you don't want to get it. Oh, so that's great. Nice. Yeah. And it's Cypher is the winery. They're like this super punk uh, winery in Paso. It was engagement trip because it was in Paso Robles. But I, but I like, they mix it up. So they, they'll always send like a bottle. It's four bottles every time. Sometimes it's a, it's like, there's always one bottle that's a standard one that's like semi-experimental and like one that's crazy town. Oh, and then the other is like, whatever. So I like that model because you get, I don't mind that. I don't mind that the price fluctuates. I can say no if I want to. Mm -hmm. And And they're probably responsible about it. Like they're not going to send you like a $400 bill or something. Oh yeah. No, no, no. It never, I think it, it has never gone above like 250 for four bottles. And sometimes they're like you know, beautiful cabs from 2011 or something, you know, like there. And sometimes we've gotten a bottle that's like complete crap, Mm -hmm. but that rarely happens. But is that common carts? Uh, they don't, but they, but we have right, we have like always oh, okay. answered them and they send you like a big summary of the history of everything, whatever. But, oh, wow. but I would, I would feel better about something like that for whiskey. Like if it being if you super could involved, be super involved and that the price changes depending on what you're going to get. Because like you said, like you yeah. don't know if you're going to, if it's going to be good or not. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So they That's also, so they okay. also do a cocktail hour every month club, oh. which is you get a selection of cocktail snacks and a mixer. So like a syrup or a shrub or something along those lines. Mm. Um, and they describe it as like small batch syrup naturally. <laughs> uh, and that is again a range of seventy five to sixty dollars a month because they're again they're all coming from like indie producers. They also have a whiskey with benefits of the month, Ooh. which is you get two bottles a month and you get a bar tool of the month and a co- a specific like a special cocktail recipe. Describe the bar tool. Well. <laughs> I feel like whiskey of the month already is sort of like, anyways, I would like a combined thing that kind of mixed up, like you get a bottle of liquor, you get a shrub, you get some snacks, you get a little recipe. Like a blue apron thing that was like, here's the yes. cocktail. Uh, the like the little, the little cocktail tin you can take on yeah. airplanes. Yes. Yeah. I would subscribe mm. to that. But like, because it would of, make me, yeah. it would inspire me to try yeah, and be New like recipes, you know, and we could all like trade it. We're like, okay, we're coming over to like your place because we have like a huge bottle. Like, I want a whole bottle. I don't want a, like a tiny little thing. Right, of it, we're giving know? away our business ideas. We should probably stop talking about it. What are we gonna put our whiskey in, Jen? Well, would you like to put your whiskey in a glass that tells you in uh, explicit chemical formulas what you're drinking? Tell me more about these explicit chemical formulas. <laughs> As oh, explicit I will. as possible. So, <laughs> as a nerd, pornography can come in many forms. 
<laughs> One way is in glassware that's embossed with chemical formulas. It's really nice. Mm. <laughs> I can't keep this one. <laughs> Um, Wait, are there like chemical nerd glasses though? Because I want one of those. Yes, there are. So um, there's this company called Cognitive Surplus. <laughs> this whole podcast is going to make me so angry that we haven't thought of businesses before other people. You guys, we could make so much money. <sighs> Cognitive <Yeah>. Surplus. <laughs> Fuck you guys, but also A+. Plus. A+. Plus. A+. Plus. So they have this line of glassware that basically, it's kind of beautiful. It's nice glassware. They make a pint glass, a sort of stemless wine glass, and a glass mug mm-hmm. that on the outside of it draws out the organic chemical formulas, the sort of molecular structure of, for the pint glass, it's beer, for the stemless wine glass, it's wine, and for the coffee mug, it's coffee. And they're really kind of beautiful. In our house, we drink all kinds of things out of all kinds of glasses, so it wouldn't really correlate, but... um, Would that drive you crazy? No, because I'm an inorganic chemist, and so I don't (laughs) (laughs) I just want to put some rocks in your glass. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, rock and... Oh, one of their glasses is a a little uh, rocks glass. Oh, those are beautiful. That has this little etching of, I guess... mm, I'm guessing that's ethanol or something. They're kind of nice. Like, they they remind... What I like, I should have said this in Science Corner, but what I like is that it reminds you that what you're drinking is something that is actually really scientific to make. From coffee to wine to whiskey to beer. Like, you know, not to get off on a tirade about scientific funding in the United States, but, like, if you like wine and whiskey and beer and, and you think that science should not be funded with your tax dollars... How do you think that you safely drink wine and whiskey and beer? Mm. Uh, you drink it because scientists <laughs> have figured out how to do it safely and deliciously. And so part of why I love these glasses is that they are a reminder that like there is a lot of science behind everything that you put in your body. And they're also kind of pretty. <laughs> so Science cheers. and beauty. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. So that's it for another episode of Whiskey Cats. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at whiskeycats.com or again, email us at whiskeycatspodcast at gmail.com. And please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at whiskey underscore cats. And if you want to call us with a question or a comment or a whiskey story or any of those things, you can call us at 202-760-2009. Thanks for listening. Cheers.